Hello, I'm Father Neil Vaney. I'm the Pastoral Director at the Catholic Inquiry Centre. And I'm Joe, and I'll be joining Father Neil throughout this Lenten podcast series. Lent should be a time for listening to God's words. We have put together these podcasts to share some thoughts and thinking on issues happening today. Father Neil, there are so many sources of information today. How do you recommend we make our way through the torrents of details that are put in front of us? Well, very simply, I think one of the things we should do during Lent is to turn off a lot of our devices a lot of the time. I got a a good example of this, I think, because I normally walk down to work here at the centre and near us we've got three colleges for young women, girls, and I often see girls walking along with buds in their ears and they're obviously listening to their whatever they've got on their phone and that's okay but I was really surprised the other day because I saw two friends walking together and they had a a double cords coming out of one of the pockets and one had one in her ear and her friend had the bud in the other ear and I thought this is getting extraordinary and it made me think about the power of modern media and that some people's lives are controlled by it. And I had another example, about a week or two, I went for a big walk around the coast, a wild part of Wellington, rocks and wind and rain and all that. And I got round there and there was a group of young people there, obviously been taken for a bit of a ramble. And there was one young guy there who had his, uh, whatever it was, producing noise in his ear, blurting out some extraordinary noise way out there in the wilderness. I thought, Why do you need that out here? What about prayer? That's that's a very good example because it it makes us think about how did Jesus approach this whole business about listening to God. You see, Jesus was incredibly in demand and extraordinarily popular. Everywhere he went, people besieged him and looked for him. Yet he took a lot of time to go away, to be by himself and to pray. And I thought, well, what can we actually learn from this example? Perhaps we can learn by saying and listening to what did he reflect about in terms of prayer. And there's that passage in Matthew 7, 8, where he talks about prayer. And he says, one who asks always receives, and one who knocks the door will always be open. Well, lots of people will say that. Well, that's not my experience of prayer. So we need to reflect about what is genuine prayer and how do we actually pray genuinely. One of the interesting things is that we have to know what it is precisely we should be asking for. And St Ignatius in the 16th century gave us a wonderful instance of that in his spiritual exercises. He says that when you begin prayer, the first thing you should say is, God, help me to know what I should be asking for. Let me know what's important. Let me focus on what's really significant. I guess um, parents would have an echo of this and, and with their kids because, you know, kids are always clamoring for things they see on their, on their television or their friends have got. And it's a real dilemma, I guess, for parents, what you let kids have. And I I suppose for me, it would be a bit equivalent to God in the sense that 
God won't give you what is not good for you. And many times kids want things and we think, well, they're not so good for us. Um, how do we give our children things that will expand them, excite them, make them grow, become more responsible, become more independent, be sure of who they are and what they want in life? And that's a bit more of a difficult question. And so one of the things I guess we have to do is to say, what are the qualities that Jesus asks of us in prayer? And I'd say simply they're things like this. Um, we can't be hypocrites. If we pray, it has to be the deepest, truest thing from our heart. It's not to impress God or impress anybody else. It has to be about forgiving others. You can't pray if in your heart you're full of anger and resentment. You also have to make sure that um, you're seeking truth. You're not just being part of a group loyalty pledge. You're not part of the crowd and that's why you pray. And we also have to accept our own faults and our flaws. And that, I think, out of that will come true deep prayer which can change ourselves and also hopefully change the world. So as we look forward to this Lenten period, um, should we focus on prayer, increase our focus on prayer? Very much so. I think we've got to get out of that sense of feeling prayer as a last resort or we turn to God because that's what has always been done or it's part of our tradition. What we have to realise is that prayer can be very powerful. It can change people, it can change societies. I'll just give you a few great examples of that. If you want to read something from the Old Testament which is full of humour, really reread in this during Lent, I'd say prayerfully, uh, the book of Jonah. Here's a man who wants to get away from God. God is asking him to go out and call people to repentance and it's the last thing he wants to do. So he heads off in the opposite direction. Uh, the boat he's on gets involved in a storm. He's thrown there and he ends up going to Nineveh, which is the last place he wants to go where the Jewish people hated the people of Nineveh. They were the great enemies, and God was asking him to bring mercy and healing to these people. The whole story is full of really clever humour. And in some ways it's a bit, a bit like that in our modern world, because um, with COVID these days, people are facing up to real pressures in their life, and many people are realising that we have to understand and accept and live out of the world word of God as we never have before. This is a sort of healing really, and for the healing to occur, I really need to pray for it, and I need to pray for other people. And I know as Catholics, often we're very reticent to offer prayer for people, and we feel it's a very, very private thing. But I, I remember very powerfully when I was uh, staying with a group of Sisters of Charity in uh, Los Angeles, actually, and um, they had a very interesting ministry. They had were bringing the works of charity to very much to a modern world, and they used to go out into supermarkets and malls and work there. And the way they did it was very interesting. They wore a habit, but it was a very American-style habit, a very... Uh, ritzy looking uh, suit really but it was obviously a religious one and they wore a sort of little hat which was very much a modernized 
veil, but what they used to do was they used to say, I would go up to women often in the malls who'd have a little child, and I'd say, gosh, what a lovely little baby or child you have there. Would you like me to say a little prayer for that child? And they told us that it was very, very rare for anybody to refuse. And when they prayed for the child, often it led to discussions. Sometimes people would say, yes, well, we used to be Catholic, but we've got away from the church. And it would lead to all sorts of possibilities. So what I'm suggesting this Lent is we need to pray for ourselves, we need to pray for others, but we also often offer and need to be able to pray for others and actually do it. And if we thought of Lent as a time of transformation by prayer and how important the Word of God and prayer is, who knows what might happen for some people during this Lent. Thank you, Father Neil. And thank you to you listening um, as we start our Lenten podcast series for 2022.